0: Welcome to a chapter of my life. This week we're joined by author Stuart Kane to talk about his books, Man Friday, about the maverick 70s icon and legend, Robin Friday. But first, Stuart, welcome to. The studio by the way thank you very much Cheers, Be rude to ruby uh, to, to thank you for coming in talk about yourself who is Stuart Kane? I'm guessing you're not related to Harry
1: no no I wish I was no yeah. I'm not I'm not related to, to to Harry um or
0: Michael no
1: no <laughs> no Michael no no again I wish I was um me I am a primary school teacher I've been a primary school teacher for about eighteen years. Um I used to play a little bit of football when I was uh, younger. I was had trials at Villa I was on the books at uh, at Warsaw. Uh, Eric What McManus, position did you play? I sent it forward. Okay. Um yeah Eric McManus was the, the youth team manager uh, back then. Um I played a bit of rugby and uh, and then obviously been teaching for um, for a fair few years. Um I used to write a bit like yourself a bit yeah. of poetry um and then always decided that when I was 40 I'd start writing right. and so when I was 40 I started to I started to play around with writing did a couple of courses and stuff and it just grew from there and so I suppose I am now Stuart Kane the writer or the or, or the author local lad just down the road in uh,
0: from from Moseley is this your first book because it's in two books isn't it In is it? Yeah, you know, we'll, uh, where's the uh, Chris Mm-hmm. Have we got the cameras? Where are the cameras? Because we want to yeah, 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 yeah. show these two books over there at our camera. There you go. So it's one was released first. Yeah. The second was released after. But they were both written around about the same time they during weren't. lockdown. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So they've been written, it was over a five-year period so five years of research and reading everything Mm -hmm. I could on on Robin Friday and there is a lot out there if you if you search in the right places um and then obviously writing editing all of all of that yeah first one was May 2020 and the, the second half was released in November 2020.
0: Why the titles Man Friday? Because there's a link. Well, it, yeah. it sounds like Robinson Crusoe, Very doesn't much. It Man Friday? Yeah.
1: So I, I suppose it's a bit of a play on words. So it, it's, um, I mean, he had a few nicknames at Reading, but they used to call him at, at Reading uh, Man Friday. And there was a, an article done. And it's, it's the first in, interview he ever did, which was probably February 74 with a guy called Linton Mitchell. And in that, it, it, he's referred to on the in the headline yeah. as man friday and you've got, got this is where that's where the the photo on the foot on the cover of the first one comes yeah. from and so i suppose it's that and it's it's that man friday and somebody said to me well why man friday i said well he's a man and his name was friday another yeah. way is that robin could be a little light fingers at times. so let's take a big title like Man Friday from yeah. Robinson Crusoe, and we'll have that. So yeah. that fits as as well. And of course, as I say, his nickname at Reading was uh, was Man Friday.
0: It works well. The colours of the of the books, the ones yellow and the ones white, is that yeah. purposely done? It is. Yeah. yeah. So
1: the 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 first book, the sort of blue and white, is for the for the Reading fans because obviously that's um you know he's uh, he had a good few years there, Player of the Year twice. And then the second book, which has his last half season at Reading, and then obviously Cardiff and what lies beyond. So I've gone for the um, the yellow and blue after the, the Cardiff City, the Bluebirds.
0: So, yeah. Now that Cardiff time, he played, what, 20, 22 games for Cardiff? He yeah. wasn't there very long. Not at all. But yeah. he's, he's an iconic figure even now with yeah. the Cardiff supporters. And that's quite incredible it, when it is, you look yeah. at how few games he actually played for yeah. them it is I mean it
1: he he does divide opinion there so you you get yeah. your people that absolutely you know love to hear anything about him and you have other people say oh he only played this many games yeah, yeah, so yeah. there yeah. is there is there is that split um but yeah I mean his his legend grows and, and and grows and I suppose it was from some of the stories around him that obviously he's you know since there was that first the super furry animals the man don't give a yeah. You know what? So he's sort of grown from grown from there, really. And so, yeah, it's just got bigger and bigger.
0: Now, there's not many footballers that are that are on covers of records. And, Ex- and, and Robin was. Yeah. Do you think that And we're going to go back to who Robin Friday was? And, yeah. you know, his early years uh, shortly. Would you think that it was more for what he did off the pitch as well as on the pitch? How he's viewed as this iconic figure. I think
1: I, I mean without a doubt. I mean that the title of that first song, it's that. Yeah. I suppose it stands up for the, You know, his stand against the man, if you like. You know, because he that, didn't
0: give one, did he? I? No. I
1: mean, there reti- were. Mm. I, I think I've, I said in the at the end of the first book um, when I talk about it in the afterwards that he did. He did because I, I think you don't do some of the things that he did to himself if you. You know, yeah. if you don't give a damn, if yeah. you know what I mean, but then there were clearly times mm. where he didn't. Yeah, <clears> um, he, you know, he, he 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 didn't care. I suppose it's as much about his football as it is about, like you say, um, that that rock and roll mm. footballer. So you've got, you know, you've got him on the on the pitch doing these amazing things, and then you've also got him out with, you know, the likes of you and I just going out for a beer and yeah, having yeah. a bit of fun. So I think people could relate to him, and he, you know, he. I've heard so many stories from fans, you know, where he'd just have a chat with them after a game or something. he or just he'd be walking up with the fans to the to the games mm. and stuff and it you know, he was he was different. He just had an aura about him and that's that's what I've heard from people that, that, that knew
0: him. Just to be fair, players in them days used to, Jimmy Grimms yeah, used absolutely. to get on the bus and the train yeah, and that yeah. you know, football was the working yeah. man's game yeah. back then. I mean yeah. it isn't now. And for yeah. the young kids listening and watching, you know Seeing their heroes, you almost have to book a place to go and watch them yeah. train. Yeah. They were yeah. part of us, and we were part of them. So the Robin Friday. When did you sit down? At what point in your life did you think, do you know what? I'm really want to write this book on Robin Friday. What was that moment? That Eureka moment? So that Eureka.
1: I'd always sort of been interested in the in in the in the story, and then I had I, I did. Um, I did a master's course at the University of Birmingham in creative writing. i was sitting down, I'd, take, I'd done like a sabbatical for yeah. years. So I was still doing my supply teaching and you have to, you know, they do this thing where they workshop, you basically you panned out your stories and they crucify you uh, <laughs> for, for about half an hour. <laughs> and changed. so, yeah, so I, I wrote this story and it, it honestly, it got torn to pieces. And I was like, well, what am I gonna do now? And, and my next one was coming up. And then uh, there was, you know, the the book we got there, Paolo's book, a friend of mine was a really big fan of that book he mm. um, really you know he'd, 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 he was always talking about it and I was I was sat in this um, in this workshop with this lady this writer called Emma Henderson and she held up the Damned United and she went oh this is you know worth a, a read and I'd, I'd read it years ago I think when it first came out and I thought I'll read I'll read that again and um, and then I started to think of, of, of you know of, of Paolo's book and then I thought okay this maybe you know I could do something different with that because you know the biography's already been done so let, let's you know Robin Friday isn't in that story let's have Robin yeah. Friday in, in the in the story and then a mate of mine who you know didn't live too far from here lived down the road in Acock Screen called Matt, Matt Tune lovely lad um super sharp very clever um he I got a phone call from a friend of mine saying it's it's Matt and I said is he all right said, no he's he's dead Mm. and he died a year older than robin he was yeah. 39 um we didn't know until afterwards hammersmith born we always thought he was a brummie because it was all he'd, he would yeah. you know we'd know, known him since the 90s and he was born in hammersmith like robin and uh, died with an open verdict and at that moment mm. i was like okay i'm writing a book on robin friday and at that time it was one book i was you know i was just going to write one book on robin friday and it was it was it was a big moment and it and it was you know it was it was a short story i say a book at that moment it was a short story so i sat down and locked myself away for a week um and just sat down and went through it and it was very much about robin's early life i think i took him up to where he played bristol rovers um when he was playing for uh hayes Hayes. Yeah. yeah Um, I took him up to about that point, so about three thousand words, and I handed it in for a in for a workshop where it was like, right, everyone, you know, everyone's ready to attack. You. And you, you don't say who's who's written it. But yeah, out it goes. Everyone, so everyone pulls out the notes and the, you know look through and he goes, and Emma just held my piece, my my piece of writing. She went, right, this here, mm. this is where all of you are measured by. That is the bar, and it's that high. Well done Stuart and I was just like <laughs> it was a, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a moment yeah um yeah it was a bit emotional but and then from that um I kind of thought yeah I want to do something with this uh, but I didn't I didn't know what I thought yeah I'd like to do something and I, I I thought about it and I started to do bits of research here and there and start to you know go through the archives and things and then I, th- I kind of thought okay I'm going to do it. I'm going to take some, I, I'm going to take the reader on a journey with Robin Friday yeah. and, and, and and layer it. So this, you know, you can take as much or as little from the books as you want, but you go on the journey with him. So man Friday, the first half is that, you know, from his beginnings to that grow, grows up very fast to his pinnacle, really getting promoted to the, to, to the third um, division. And then obviously the second half sort of charts, you know, what happened after that. And, you know, the the other side of it really
0: now your journey did you ever feel like getting off that train yeah
1: yeah Yeah. i I don't know if you know about this but so i it was hard i mean like i'm i'm talking years of of sleepless i mean it was a, a project i was really passionate about and i think when you get into a character like robin who is so complex and you know, people have very different opinions <laughs> a, about him. And you know, <laughs> I wanted to try and take all of that and go right. Let's let's have him all. Yeah. You know, let's put it all in because he was you know as my, you know he was a complex character. And I think it was it was one Saturday. I played tennis very badly. I've not played obviously because of COVID mm. and stuff. And I got on my bike to play my mate Nick down at um, Bill'sley. Uh, tennis courts yeah. right so i'm going bike, play tennis win obviously and then uh i'm, I'm coming coming back up on my bike up billsley lane and it, sorry, the night before i decided i'm not writing this yeah. i'm stopping can't can't do this anymore it's you know it's doing my doing my nothing at what stage was that how far in the book were Ooh, you at that time i was whoa oh, I, pr- I was probably about two years into the project sure so was about two years out and yeah, I just yeah, thought yeah. I've you know I'd spent you know I'd given up weekends I'd yeah. given up nights out I'd get you know given up family life lots of lo- lots of different um sort of things and I'd you know not saying I'd become a recluse but yeah. I was I worked on it really because I wanted it to be perfect yeah. and it was a Friday night and I just got you know what give yourself a break Stuart mm. yeah, just leave this to other people so I just there was a weight lifted off my shoulder and I was like, you know, oh, I, feel, I feel great. I slept really soundly on that Friday night. As I say, played my mate at tennis. Anyway, I'm coming on my, on my, on my push bike, tennis racket over my shoulder and ambling down um, the Bills Lane, just so you come up the, up to the top round from the corner from where I live, um, there's a, the posh tennis courts, mostly <laughs> tennis courts where I am not a member. Yeah. And we're um, <laughs> coming up there and there is a lad with, the, I mean, brown hair down to here. Yeah. And he's wearing a Reading shirt, a modern Reading shirt, yeah. you know. And he's got a tennis racket mm. over his shoulder. He's listening to earphones and he's yeah. just strolling along like this. And I, honestly, I just went, you've got to be joking. And I, <laughs> and, I and I looked at this lad and I just went, Robin Friday, <laughs> Robin Fr-, And he takes all these things he just goes, Robin Friday like this. And on again Just go home and I was like, Yeah, that's kind of a message, isn't it? Yeah. Which is a bit weird, but, you know, obviously there are coincidences in life, but that was a bit of an odd one. So I thought, okay, I think I've just got to carry on. With
0: this, have you seen that lad since in Mosley? You bumped I him since. I haven't. I haven't him. But but if I did, yeah. I would
1: definitely buy him a few pints. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was. Yeah, I mean, i have, with writing the whole story, there's been some really strange coincidences okay. that, have, that have thrown them. What's S- the strangest? So, um What's the strange? I, I don't. know I suppose that was that. Was, yeah. That was pretty strange. um I had one where I was at the archives down in London. And I'd uncovered some things on Robin that hadn't sort of seen the light of day for 40 years. And uh, the fire alarm suddenly went off. So I'm down in London in the archives. And then all of a sudden I'm like, here we go. Everyone (laughs) evacuates. (laughs) The registers are left open. Everything left in there, out you go. And I was out there for a good hour and a half. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And I said to David Giles, Gilo, who played at uh, Cardiff City, the former Welsh international. And he said, that's just like Robin. That's the sort of stuff he'd do. That was his sense Mm. of... Um, that was his sense of humour. um He had a friend uh, down when he was at, at Reading because he was very friendly with the taxi drivers uh, there. <laughs> yes. I got chatting to somebody that was said said oh yeah I'm definitely getting your book and I, uh, he said uh, said uh, my uh, my uncle used to know him and I said oh. Di- did he I said what what how did he know he said oh my, my uncle's was a taxi driver I said his name wasn't Pat was he, he went Pat do you know and I said Pat <laughs> Hannah he's in the book and then, <laughs> so that you know just little, little things yeah. like and he had a friend called um uh Frank Kane when he was in Reading Frank Tiddles Kane um again spelt my way yeah no I don't I mean it might be a distant relation but yeah again just I don't know I suppose you look when you look at somebody's story and particularly Robin. there are there are some really strange coincidences in his in his story. Some...
0: The early life of Robin. Yeah. Who was Robin Friday? Who was Robin Friday?
1: Robin Friday was a very complex uh, individual, I think. I mean, if you if you read up on his early stuff, and yeah. I suppose the, the way that I portray him, it's like a lot of lads. I suppose he was mad about his football, but he was quite shy. Mm. He was quite a shy person. Um, and it wasn't until he got, you know, he, he went to Faraday that things started to change um, a little bit mm. um, for 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 him. Um, was it going there? I, I don't know. It might, there was a set of different influences, you know. He, I think Tony said that he he hung around with older kids basically, yeah. and so was getting in, involved in, in in different stuff. So there were yeah, there were changes there. But then. I think as i play with it in my book he had to grow up fast mm. you know at 17 he's 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 you know he's married and he's yeah. he's got he's got a little one
0: because um, when he was a kid and let's just dwell on him being mm. a kid at, at, at the moment the family moved to the estate didn't they and that seemed to be a really turning point for them you know when they go into the comprehensive school so you know also, he had trials at, at Palace, at, at Chelsea, Queen's Park Rangers, Reading as, as well, that yep. all of them turn him down at a young age. That's big rejection for a young kid. Yep. And someone with a rebellious personality. Yep. Do you think he just thought, you know what, football probably isn't for me, but birds are, and drink is, and then clearly when you're in that Situation, you find things that are heavier as well as Robin did. He he indulged in everything, yeah. and he didn't just live his life in a fast lane. He put his foot down on the fast lane, didn't he? Yeah, he
1: definitely, he definitely did. I mean, I think you're right where you talk about yeah moving to to the estate because they were they could I think it's 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 mentioned not in my book, but it, they couldn't keep an eye on him mm-hmm. as much, and so he yes. was out 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 and about, and yeah. you know getting into into all sorts and it you know it was it was a tough mm. a, a tough estate you know there were gangs and and things like that i mean if you read the the acton newspapers <laughs> it's uh, there's all sorts of stuff going you know going on 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 there but i think when you talk about yeah the rejection i think there was qpr he wasn't actually at crystal palace it was i think he just he did some training with i think it was crystal palace youth club or or, yeah. or something it, it wasn't actually that that it wasn't affiliated with the football club club. but rejected from from qpr um and it, as it as it happens i don't know if you you guys have got the experience of it where you start off there's a big group of you and mm. eventually it you know that have as many teams as they do in the academies now, but you have this big group of lads that eventually just get smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller mm. and and you know mm. he did have that, and he said you know he he said it he said it made him feel sick. The rejection mm. from Chelsea in particular said it made him it made him feel sick
0: because he was a good footballer. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he went and played the game professionally. Yeah. He played at a good level in non-league. But he also played district football when he was a kid. He played in the uh, same yeah. district team as Steve Perryman, didn't he?
1: At Ealing. He was at Ealing District. I don't know if that's the, the one, but, yeah, he definitely mm. played for, um, for, for, for Ealing District. So, he was definitely talented. I think there's a photo of him I've seen, and he's in...
0: He's in goal, isn't he? He's in goal, yeah. Yeah, goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was in, he was in goal. And, you know, I think it had made a, a terrific... Um, goalkeeper. He was an all-round sportsman. He yeah. could he could box. He could play tennis. Yeah. He was a good cricketer and mm. that's a
0: bowler as well as a yeah. um, a
1: batsman as well. So he you know he, he had he had all that in his in his in his bag.
0: And he also loved music. Music was a massive love and an eclectic mix of loves yeah. of music. Yeah. He liked the ska music. He liked a bit of heavy metal. He yeah. Janice Joplin was his was his favourite artist. Yeah. And he, and he also had an Everton kit when he was a kid as you well. Know? He did, yeah? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, the yeah, the Everton kit. So I I think they were the big team back then, weren't they? Yeah I they suppose? were, seventy,
0: yeah. yeah. win the league.
1: Yeah, it so yeah, he 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 followed them and obviously later on he I suppose he got into his local club which was um Brentford. Which was Brentford, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah I was the same I was a Liverpool fan as a kid and then obviously you you support your local
0: team don't you (laughs) (laughs) so he's he's gone through this and then he's almost bumped into and and, and got into things by association which is what most of us do whether that be jobs whether that be football clubs, social clubs etc etc and knocking around that scene the next progression was going out and playing football, yes. turning up with your boot bags on a Sunday and playing a, a reasonable standard of football. That then leads to non-league. And Hayes was the place that yeah. he really forged a, a fledgling career in football. But yeah. at Walthamstow, before that, that's where he, he got his job as yeah. uh, as an asphalter, didn't he? He certainly
1: did, yeah. That's it, yeah, the the old Asphalten. Um, Yeah, at Walthamstow Avenue and then, I think he was he was he, was, he, he transferred over to um, to to Hayes and he, he had a, he's got a great record at Hayes. Um, it's forty odd goals in, yeah. in in sixty in sixty games, and obviously that was where the accident had. But his, his manager then was um' was a head teacher, an old schoolmaster yeah. uh, called Bob Gibbs. Robin didn't call him Bob Gibbs; he called him <laughs> called him Gibbler. Um He called him Gibbler. and and I think um, you know there's he was able to manage because he was used to managing different you know people yeah. as as you do being a teacher particularly as a, as a head teacher um and he knew how to manage Robin and mm-hmm. he had to, you know, obviously treat him at times with kid gloves, you know. Don't worry, you don't have to wear the blazer. And, you know, there are stories of Robin turning up with his, he'd have his heavy metal T-shirt on, mm-hmm. you know, with the, you know, the, no arms on it. And for a weekend, away up in Cleethorpes where they've got to play football and stuff. Yeah. He, he just, he was his own, his own person, really,
0: his own man. You're never going to mould a person like Robin friday because he, he lived this bohemian lifestyle anyhow and we did reference mosley earlier he yeah. wouldn't look out a place on mosley high street would definitely. he definitely yeah, he'd, yeah he'd, he'd, have, he'd have fitted right in there i think now while he was a young kid 20 leading up to his 21st birthday and working on the asphalt yeah he he fell off the scaffold and a spike impaled him right up the jacksey It did. That was unbelievable that that he actually A didn't kill him, didn't pierce any of his vitals. On another day it it possibly could have. But many people have of looked at that and thought was that the turning point for robin did he did he then think well this is almost my second life but by reading things and looking at it he was always in a bit of trouble before that so possibly not really
1: i i think so there is a few uh, a few of the lads that played with him at at reading that say they think it was it it was it was that that moment that changed him whereas you know i don't care i'm just gonna live my, my life but like you say mm-hmm. and that's what i go with really that you know he, he, he wasn't angelic prior to that he was, he was messing yeah. around with every, everything but i mean to have the 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 strength to get through that i mean he didn't just you know fall on onto that that stake he actually he he had the strength yeah. to push himself yeah. off
0: it as well um you which know. isn't the brightest of things to do Whoa. is it because I mean, when you're in yeah. there you're supposed to leave it in there yeah. and let,
1: professionals yeah. take it out yeah yeah so he um he, he got off there and i think he was in surgery anyway i guess it was well never know several hours yeah yeah for between four and six yeah. six hours and you know it it was t- it was touch and go um and obviously back then i think there's a, there's a photo you can see where he's jumping up for um for a corner for redding and he's he's uh he's jerseys riding up and you can see the scar yeah right next to his his belly button because he had to go around with his stomach in a bag for for three for three months oh, after Jesus. after that now that is you know we're, we're not you do that now obviously it's different but back then to have that strength but again this is part of it is you got that you're going to be on some strong painkillers there which, oh, will have, oh. you know, which, which will have you know which will have
0: Buddy was on strong painkillers before. Yeah, well, yeah that's, that's <laughs> it. So you know,
1: three months he's got his stomach in you know in 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 a bag, and then and then he's and then he's off. He's he's playing in. He's back on the pitch with Hayes, playing in cup games against yeah. Bristol Rovers and and Reading. I mean, it's yeah, oh, I, mean, really? I think just in, incredible to 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 have the strength to think. Well, I'm going to carry on. I'm going to carry on doing this yeah. rather than just think. Well, that's that's me. Yeah, that's me done.
0: And it was that Reading game that that really Charlie Early, the manager, then bought him in to Reading and made him a, a professional footballer. It what so
1: that was that was the the cup games were seventy. It was the seventy two seventy three season. So they beat Rovers and had the two games against against uh, against Reading, and that seventy two seventy three season. And it wasn't an- it wasn't another year yeah. until he actually brought him to Reading. Got yeah. So that yeah. he 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 did keep an eye on him because yeah. he did hear yeah. the stories, and then he I he, I went I think it was about half a dozen times he went back to go and to go and have have a look. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what happened was at the start of the the 73, 74 season. Now in that season you could for for non league. You could go and play like I could. I could play for your team yeah. one one week, and then I could and you pay me, and then yeah. I go and I could I go and play for Chris's team the next week. Yeah. The registrations had gone out the window, so Robin mm. was basically to, he, he was he was at Hayes and he was at Enfield yeah. for a few games. G- who they then met in the cup in the FA Cup qualifying games? You couldn't make it up. They they, they were having a fight over who was going to keep him. Yeah. Um, Enfield at, went went through in the end. He played three games for Enfield. Then he was off. Then he was connected to uh, Walton and Hersham. Um, Alan Batsford. They were looking for a striker there. Alan Batsford comes into the story later on, and um, and then at the same time, in the week he was he was sort of trialing with um, with Reading, but he wouldn't play on the weekends for Reading because obviously he was playing for Hayes <laughs> or, or somebody else. So it was, you know. And Charlie Hurley's like, what, you know, what is, yeah. was trying to work, yeah. you know, trying to suss him out. You know, what, this lad can play,
0: hmm.
1: can I handle him?
0: And you're right, it's the baggage, isn't it? Yeah. And, and to be fair, Reading were in the 4th Division in those days. Yeah. When they eventually got promoted, that was the first time in 50 years. 50 So Reading were pretty much a, a poor side. They were, yeah. And a were. desperate side. Yeah. And, and I guess the fact that he thought, do you know what? I'll take a gamble. If it was a second division team or even a third division team, probably yeah. wouldn't have. But it's just that the the stars aligned at that time. And he thought, you know what, we'll take a gamble on him. And it was a good gamble th- that paid off for him.
1: Definitely. And I think you're right when you say that the the stars aligned. As they so often do sort of in robin's yeah. well, mean, story positively and negatively that things sort of seem to come around it's it's, it's really strange i mean he was 750 pounds wasn't he from from hayes mm-hmm. and he was still he was still playing for them when he, he was he was still playing for them when he was at reading and they yeah. sort of signed him and he was still playing on a saturday and he i think he turned out on for them the following day or what have you um but you know once he once he turned out for for Charlie, like you say, he had loads of injuries going on because I've obviously read in the papers he had quite a few injuries, and it was like I've got this lad here mm. that looks like he can play, yeah. and he scares my players. Let's put him in,
0: and, and he did in training as well, didn't he? Or, he almost yeah. took a few of them out, didn't he? He definitely did, yeah, yeah. He, he, he did. Uh, Jimmy wallbanks
1: was the the, the trainer then, and the, and the and the physio, and he did, and and I think that was that was him in training. He had to be, you know, it was yeah. a cup final or you play on a mm. Saturday. So there's no, oh, I'm just going to, you know, do this 50... For, he, he, he got stuck in and obviously wanted to, to prove a point to some of those those pros. But, I, you know, they looked at him and thought, this guy has come from... No, look at this guy, how many more of these out mm. there? And, you know, these are people and you're you it's so precarious i think being down in there in that lower league particularly back then it's like you can be gone just like that Yep, yeah, off you go mate we'll, we'll sign mm. this non-league and there wasn't it's not like today when there's that, that massive gulf between the fourth tier and and the top tier it was to my mind anyway was mm. was was a lot was a lot closer really
0: um i think the 70s were for me the alcian days yeah. i grew up in the 70s yeah you know yeah. we we had characters yeah like robin like alan yeah. hudson like charlie george like Georgie best you know we had pitches that weren't very good yeah. there was almost when when you're playing there was different obstacles that you had to overcome whilst yeah. you're playing you went playing on these bowling green pitches yeah. like they are today every game was a different experience if you like yeah. now robin clattered a few in training uh, he got his debut Away at Northampton. Yeah. Now, did you talk to many Reading supporters about Robin? Because my take is, before Robin Friday, they were doing nothing apart from being bored out of the schools. Yeah. Drinking heavily. This is the fans, not the players. Yeah. And fighting. Yeah. Amongst themselves because yeah. there was nothing else to do. Yeah. It, Robin come and changed it, didn't
1: he? He did. He. Che- he. Did. Uh, almost immediately. Yeah. Really. I mean, he. he Made his, his, his debut at Northampton on, on the cricket pitch, as you do. They're like the, they had the old Meccano stand, didn't they? And, you know, that, that was a three all draw. But in that game, now his first game, yeah. straight out of non league, he's in the middle of the park and he's doing keepy up. He's in the middle of yeah. the game. To, to to have the confidence to mm. do that, and it, you know, yeah. and he could have scored. He, he nearly scored, which would have, you know that would have been remarkable. But I think he was involved in all all the goals. But yeah. unfortunately, at the other end, they um um Reading's defence at the time, not Steve Death because he was incredible, but the the uh the, the Reading defence were a little bit uh, a little bit shaky. But in terms of me talking to the fans, I've spoken to loads mm. of people. So before I wrote those books, I didn't really talk to anyone. Because I was quite I was quite conscious of the fact I wanted it to be and to give myself a challenge, I suppose. I wanted to try and get as close to Robin Friday without other people's opinions really. Yeah. You just read I read yeah. everything and just come came back for it and thought, okay, what can I do with this? Mm. And what I've had since, I mean, as I say, there were two lads I spoke to at Cardiff um before the, the, the second half. But other than that I haven't but the feedback I've had since has just been yeah, been incredible. And they, like you say, they said that it was it was just boring and then he turns mm. up and it's this you know you know the Messias coming you know he was, was incredible what was noticed about him to to give him some sort of to put it in reality was his positional play you know he's come from not he just does what what he wanted to do yeah. that wasn't always spot on his positional play because it was a case of him saying yeah I'll, mm. I'll do I'll I'll do this with him, but yeah, he certainly he certainly rocked Elm Park, and he's um it was his home debut, wasn't it, against Exeter, where the heavens open and he scores a couple of goals, and he's you know the, you know it's um incredible, And from that moment on, they absolutely loved him,
0: and again loved him for as much as what he'd done off the pitch, yeah, for on the pitch because he he was banned from a Reading pub ten times, wasn't he? I think I think' is that was... true because <laughs> the thing is with Robin, there's that many stories that I don't think... know whether they're true yeah. or they or, or they're fiction, yeah. but kind of looking and reading and listening to yeah. people they they probably are true, yeah.
1: Uh, I think I think that's probably why I wrote what I, what I wrote is because having a fact-based fiction, yeah. you, know, it, uh, you know, the scores, all that, and, and, and various other factual things are, are correct, but you have got that other part where you can have, you know, a license, but staying true to his spirit and character, you mm. know, not going completely um, out there with it and, you know, basing it in some sort of reality and making it authentic. But yeah, I think, I think it was different pubs that he got, um, that he got banned from. It wasn't just the Boar's Head. There were quite, there were quite a number, (laughs) a number of them that he was quite well known in. Um, and it's, it's sad really when, when you go down there that the Boar's Head isn't there anymore. It's an Ibis hotel, but you can sit in a little pub, um, Opposite it, and imagine what it would have been, uh, what it would have been like. But yeah, I mean, you, it's funny if you go through YouTube, or you get you see, or you're on Facebook or Twitter, you mm. have all these people just have their little Robin Friday moments, yeah. like, oh, my dad says this, or yeah. he saw him, you know, fall out of a pub in his yellow cowboy boots, yeah. and he said, all right, and you know, just these little moments, and I can pretty much, I can think, yeah, that's a real one, that's not, and because mm. there are obviously people that just stuff up on this
0: afghan coat and ob nail boots is yeah. that true in the robbing room i believe that that the, the, the
1: churchill's club is is true yeah, it yeah was this was this seedy little pub that it was the the, the club that if you were banned from everywhere else it was that's you know we've got them here haven't we the gary yeah, yeah, there you go <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh that that, <laughs> ta- that takes me back. And, yeah, and the, the, I don't know if you ever went to the Elbow Room. That's another. Ad- yeah, 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 yeah. I used
0: to know those guys. Talk um, of so the town on the Stratford Road. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There you go. And and so they go there, and yeah, there is that. The, the, that is that is true. These, you know, obviously he's um, he's had a few and what have you and anything else at that time. And yeah, there was the little cupboard and all of, all of that going on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: The swans? Is that true? Any evidence that the swans were true? He borrowed a swan. So I never.
1: I I, I suppose it might like. There there are bits in there. What I I wanted it to be about is football. I wanted it to be a bit a celebration, but I wanted it to be true. What I didn't want is load of anecdotes. The 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 swan one. I'm sure it did happen. I can imagine him doing that, but. I didn't. I didn't put it in my book, but I, I'm pretty sure that, um, that. Did
0: you talk about the wedding? Because that was quite yeah. a, an event, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And a memorable event. You wouldn't forget that if you attended that wedding. Would I you? think
1: anybody that was at that wedding um, would never, would never ever forget that. I mean, yeah. And most
0: it, were off the face, wasn't they? Yeah, they were. I mean, he. They
1: were. They all were, and then obviously somebody apparently spiked the. Um, I think Lisa talks about it. Yes, in she a, does, yeah, she in a, in a does. Yeah, in a documentary and. She she said that somebody spiked the um the, the, the fruit punch and you had grannies and grandmas mm. gamboling on the, on the lawns out, outside cause they'd hired this big, but it was
0: LSD, wasn't it that they, you know, yeah, it yeah, with. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: just just uh, drip, drip it in and, and, and off and off you go. So obviously they, <laughs>
0: they, <Imagine> they, <laughs> that's what I mean, but also
1: that strange thing of <laughs> you. I've, I've only <laughs> had three Sherry's what's going on. And then, you know, all that, all that is, is going on. Um, And yeah, I mean, there he is outside and they've got the camera crew from the, you know, Southern TV filming them and everything. And they're both on substances trying to get themselves through them, their their wedding vows and then bang into the, the white roller. Off you go. And then they're off to Amsterdam <laughs> for, for a few. I think it was. I think it was about four or five days before he had to land back on the Wednesday to then go straight into uh, in, into training.
0: Now, it was on the Saturday, and Reading were playing, and yeah. there were a number of fans that turned up to the wedding rather than go and watch Reading at Elm Park.
1: It, it was, yeah. I mean, it, it was. It was just a pre-season friendly against Charton Athletic. Yeah. So I, I guess some of them were like. Do I want to watch them, or do I want to go and watch my yeah. hero get get you know tie the knot? So I you know apparently yeah it was it
0: was, was it church it was or them. Red
1: Star, um, it was a church. Yeah. yeah, it was the it was the Oxford Oxford Road Methodist Church, if my memory serves me correctly, which isn't there anymore. They they, they they've knocked it down. But yeah, it was.
0: Um, and the bridesmaid was Lisa's sister. Apparently, yeah, apparently wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and and the, I shared five pills. <laughs> so yeah and then i'll do it do it do it do it yeah exactly You nearly married the wrong
1: one uh, well i'm i'm sure and then and i suppose (laughs) yeah with with that as well all of that going on i mean how they got through it i do i do not know but they they Mm. managed it and then to go to amsterdam (laughs) of, (laughs) of all of all places um yeah quite quite yeah quite quite the thing
0: Now, back on the pitch, the goal against Tramia, one of the greatest goals that Reading fans had seen – Clive the book Thomas was the referee that day. Yeah. It was 1977. Was it so? It was 76. before 76. Yeah. As a, so it was before the 78 World Cup Finals when he disallowed Zico's goal. <laughs> to come out from He was always controversial, wasn't it, Clive? <laughs> he,
1: Clive? Well, he He liked to be. Um, yeah, he liked to be the centre of attention. Didn't now? I did a bit of reading round on him, and yeah, yeah, he was always. Yeah, he, he's one of those marmite characters. But you know, if he gave something for your team, I'm sure he'd be behind him. But yeah. he quite often and it was, you know, you've got that. There are a few beautiful shots of somebody on Twitter that um, a, a guy that keeps, he's a Reading historian and he, he's, he keeps all this stuff and he's got this wonderful thing. I think he was maybe eight or nine at the time and he's cut it out of the, the local paper and it just shows you, because Robin's not in, you can't see him. Yeah. He's sort of hiding behind a, a Tranmere defender but you just see that the Tranmere defenders who are sort of active one moment and then as the ball goes in, yeah. they're just... They're just stunned. they yeah. just stood there like, you know, to, mm-hmm. you know, like to, for soldiers. Um, But yeah, that was, they say that was really, because Tranmere were their, were their local rivals. Yeah. Not their local rivals. Their, their rivals to get promoted yeah, sure. into, into the third. Mm-hmm. And so there was this thing, but they were 2-0 up. And then obviously Robin being Robin, 69th minute, having just celebrated his 69th birthday. But 69th minute... He just pulls that out of the bag and you, yeah. you can see clive thomas just yeah he's mm. just just like that and, and 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 applauds the goal and just just couldn't couldn't believe it um you know and there's the other thing that you know and, and that sort of cemented it to hammer them five nil sort of gave them the confidence yeah. to go we we can do this now because mm. they're all you know there were questions about the season before, could they have, 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 have done it? That was obviously where you had the, the kiss in the policeman, the Rochdale game and all of that. But that sort of cemented it. And that was, you know, I think they just really turned up um, that that night. Um, Minty Murray, John Murray had a storm that night as well, you know, just as a team. Yeah. They performed and then obviously Robin just did what, Robin,
0: robin and the kissing did. of the copper it was a full-on smack on the lips wasn't it it was yeah
1: yeah he sort of held he held it held him by the cheeks and yeah kissed him <laughs> kissed him on on the lips there's a lovely there's a lovely uh from the from the local paper that that night there's um you've got it where there's there's robin there's a cartoon of robin with his bandy legs and uh you, you've got him and then this line this line of coppers behind him saying me next it's you know it's, it's, <laughs> and that's and that's I just think those little moments yeah. like that are, are lovely and for you know if you're a kid watching that mm. you know that's your hero there you know forget about all the other stuff
0: going on but you know it's
1: just it must have just been magical absolutely magical
0: now his time ups and downs yeah. and uh leading into the time when he got transferred yeah he was at a hippie Commune wasn't he? Apparently so, yeah. That that was Any that was early that on, on. In
1: Cornwall. That was that yeah that that was yeah. um, that was the summer of seventy uh, four. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah,
1: it was earlier than that. that he, Got yeah, so he'd he had he'd yeah. signed in January seventy four as an amateur, February seventy four on pro terms. About five days hmm. after, right, sign him up quickly, and then yeah, finished up in the the May, and then off he off he off he went to to the hippie commune. So that that was quite. Early on, yeah. and obviously, he came back and they had a game against Watford. He'd obviously done no training, yeah. He was, you know, just his drinking arm. Um, and he turns up and you know, knocks them for six. And Morris Evans had just joined then as, as the coach, yes. And he was just like, you know, and obviously, you know, he had an incredible record later on, Morris, um, a real gentleman. And he was just like, you know, wow,
0: look at this kid
1: go, yeah.
0: you know um the conversation with morris was quality as well wasn't it
1: that that one later on i mean yeah
0: i mean yeah there's that yeah. robin if you put your mind to it yeah. you can take up that story well that's it's it isn't it? It's, it it is
1: it's that you know if you could you know if you could just you know put put your mind to it and concentrate on the game you know in a few years you could be playing for england it's yeah. like you know what was his retort it was you know um i am you know i've lived twice your life and i'm half your age sort of of thing and you know i'm pretty sure that you know that that happened um but then again there's things i've looked into around that because obviously when paolo wrote his book it was about it was about 20 years after robin had finished playing and tempers yeah it was
0: 97 98 wasn't it when
1: that book came out tempers you know people had calmed down a little bit but at the time you know people were annoyed including Morris Mm. um, about you know how you know Robin had carried on because he he loved him he wanted him to change Jimmy Andrews loved him they wanted Mm. they wanted him to to change but Robin was was Robin
0: because again you know there was there was talk there was speculation how good was Robin Friday well we don't actually know because he did just play in the fourth division and then got transferred to Cardiff in the second division. Now, even if he was a great football player playing and playing his trade in the first division, as he may well have done, because he retired at 25, so before he's peaked, he's actually retired. There is no way that he would have played for England, because one reason... And that was Don Revy and and it, yeah. it didn 't matter how yeah. good you were as a player, yeah. our Mavericks were always overlooked by Revy because of their lifestyle didn 't fit into how Don wanted his players to be on the football pitch, he wanted players he could trust, not players that could deliver
1: that is that 's exactly it, and he he didn't he didn 't mm. like them that they, they wouldn't have got on at all with them in mean, the that you know I suppose. Robin is always and back then was always compared to 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 Stan Bowles they'd say you know that they, they, they were very similar in the way that they approached the game but like you say Don Don Revy when he had was he Stan at the there were not they, they were training and uh Don Revy turned around and said right lads I got you 300 quid for it, appearance free every time you pay for England and uh it was. I think Emily Hughes was. Like, I. 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 I don't. I. I don't. I don't want that. I don't want. I, I'll, I'll play for England for free. I don't want that. And Stan just turned around and was like, I'll have <laughs> you. i you. i yours then. And and that, and that he said they didn't talk to him that weekend I don't. I don't think he really played again after that. He just. You know. There was no. There was no room for that sort of personality.
0: It there wasn't. Was, and and again, that was Stan. I mean, Stan had a, a heavy addiction to. Um, to yeah, yeah You know, Stan yeah. loved a loved a bit. There's there's yeah. no word dispute about that. Yeah. And Robin loved doing everything Death. yeah
1: and and that's it and I think with with, with Robin as well techni- like you say technical ability he could have played in the old first division mm. but it was his discipline now from from the lads you know that had played at that level be it a Peter Reid or somebody like that they say they just had breathtaking ab- yeah. ability and they do say um, even you know Tony's brother says that the only thing he didn't have bags off was his speed once he got up running he could have a, he, he, he had mm. a bit of pace on him but he didn't need to yeah. have that because of what he could do with a ball he just seemed to be able to um just pull it out of nowhere he mm. just had this amazing ability and it's you know i, I you know would, would it have been one of his regrets not not making it? i think he lived a life in his way he might have had a little regret later on about it but it's one of those he lived his life the way he sort of wanted
0: but to. when you've got someone like peter reed yeah talking him up i mean yeah. Reidy, really, one of yeah. the one of the great midfield players yeah that, uh, that, that we've had i mean Reidy really kept well whether he was captain of Everton at the time when yeah. they won the league and won everything it is irrelevant because Everton had a team of captains and Reedy was instrumental. Reedy knows. Yeah. In fact, Reedy retweeted one of you tweets He yeah. the other yeah, day, yeah, he didn't, did, he,
1: didn't he? he? He did. I mean, if you think about Peter Reed, who sort of faced Maradona at, at his peak, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. you know, peak yeah. in, in 86 around, around that area, he sort of, yeah, he, and he played in his last game. Um, Peter Reid played there was because um, a, a lot of people, although it has been updated recently, a mm. lot of people think that Robin's last game for Cardiff was, was Brighton. Yes, it, yeah, it I wasn't. That. It was it was Bolton. Well, so he, okay. he remained at the club for another good six plus weeks after that, retri- like playing in the reserves, trying to get back. Yeah, and then. He came, made a comeback in 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 that game, and it was against Bolton Wanderers up at Bolton's place. And there was Frank Worthington playing for Bolton. There right. was Peter Reid, Sam Allardyce, and it was it was six three to Bolton. And uh, Robin left the field after about 50, 50 odd minutes, got sub subbed off, and then he played in another reserve game against Southampton. He, he got he got a couple of knocks to his knees. Mm. He was struggling with his cartilage and. Um, and then yeah, that was that was kind of that was coming coming to the end. There was all sorts going on. Fine he was getting fined, he was getting banned, you know, loads loads of stuff.
0: Now we moved from Reading to Cardiff, so yeah. we've got to talk about the uh, the Cardiff yeah. years. Um what is well, widely perceived as his last game uh, for Cardiff was um was against Broughton and Over Albion. Yeah. Yeah. And the Mark Laurenson incident. Yeah. Now again, the defecation in yeah. there that probably isn't true, but I did read somewhere that there's a game against Mansfield yeah. that it might be correct.
1: The, the, now I, I, I can I can say it with some certainty that in in that Mansfield game, I believe he did. Under, <laughs> you know, almost hundred percent because the um David Downs spoke about the old Reading historian who I've spoken to a, a few times. A wonderful uh, guy who just knows Reading inside out. Uh, that. So he, you know, he sort of, sort of spoke about it and said, yeah, we, we think it, it did happen. Because he, he literally, there were a load of um, scouts watching. Yeah. There were about 17 scouts from 17 different mm. clubs watching. And he got a proper kicking, Robin, that, that game. Like, they went for him. There, there mm. was there's one tackle where two of them went in on him. And Robin somehow, I don't know how he managed to get out. He, he got a walloping in it. Mm. But he somehow managed to, one of the players went into him so hard. The guy dislocated his um, popped his popped his elbow. So they really went for him that 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 mm. game. Um, and you know, I think there were things going on but behind the scenes at Reading um anyway with with, with Robin. Um, and then yes, I think he went in there and if you look in the local paper, um the Reading Evening Post, um David Dibbin the reporter the headline is Reading turning a stinker. Now, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, I, the, you know, you got to I, I, I would say with some certainty that I, I think that did that did happen.
0: Now that Cardiff move, there was something that happened around the signing of uh, Robin Freud at Cardiff. What was happening in them days when he signed? When he so, well, so when
1: basically Charlie found out that robin was doing what he was doing outside of yeah. uh, uh, you know doing doing the drugs and he's like you're a professional footballer i mm. can't have you i can't have you doing that um but what had happened over the summer the 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 main and, and i suppose the, the where it all centers was the um the contract so there was a, a new contract yeah. that 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 came i think he was given an extra fiver mm. to which he thought hold it, I'm worth, more, you know, five quid for, yeah. I've got you promoted for the first time in 50 years. And he did get them promoted. And yeah. I know there are the other lads playing and they, they were incredible. But I've had people say to me, it was him. Mm. He was, he pulled us up, you know. You know, you can say this, you can say that about him. But he did, He you know, mm. he, he gave his all, 110%. And when he got that contract, he was like, what's the point? Yeah. And that, mm. I think, was the singular moment where he sort of thought, what's the point then? Yeah. I might as well just go out do what I'm doing and and, Mm. and that's it and and I think you know I think that did have an impact because he thought I'm not being rewarded here Um, and then obviously I think if you look at the, the papers from the time he was Wolves looked at him um Ron Saunders was a was a massive uh, Robin uh, Friday uh, fan. Imagine
0: him at the Villa. (laughs) Yeah, incredible. Saunders was a real disciplinarian as well. Absolutely, yeah. And again, that would have dissuaded lots of managers at the top level.
1: Definitely to not play
0: him. So you got the connection.
1: Eamon Eamon Dunphy. obviously played for played for the Republic and then you got John Giles in there who who was you know the the West Brom player manager so I think he had a little and what a player Giles incredible what a player Uh, yeah yeah, he's just uh, just uh, amazing perfect Um, in every way but I think he looked at at Robin but it was they just looked at him and Robin was Robin now somebody's turning up to sign him he doesn't suddenly you know we go for a job interview we suddenly change (laughs) not he's just him and and that's it, you know. He'll sit and have a drink and what have you. Um, and so that that didn't impress. Arsenal looked at him. Bertie Mee looked at him um, quite quite a bit as well. Um, but yeah, it's And so obviously, I think once Charlie knew what was going on behind the the, the scenes, really, and he thought, I can't, I can't carry on with this because I'll, mm. you know.
0: Did Cardiff know of his drug taking when they signed him? Um, well, they didn't even know he had asthma when they oh, saw okay. yeah they didn't even know he had asthma so mind I, you Ian Wright had asthma as well I mean yeah. there are a number oh, no, of
1: footballers in there there definitely are but I think I suppose mm. back then you're having your your, your your physio before your game was a, a little a little bit different yeah but yeah the that got bypassed, nothing was passed on, it was, and Cardiff had looked at him quite a few times, and if, mm. if you, I don't know if you've, you've seen, but there was talk of Robin would be worth 100 grand, then it dropped to 60, then it dropped to 30, and then it finished off around, I think it was about 28,000 yeah. in, in in the end. So I think, Cardiff at the time, and it's difficult when you look, you know, Cardiff are a really um, proud club, but back then, they had a lot of problems mm. going on, they, they didn't have a lot of money, yeah. so they did take they took a chance. They took a chance on on uh, Wente, um, Paul went That was that was there. They took a chance on signing Robin. It, it was a gamble. Mm. So they have known bits about him, yeah. but they just thought oh, he liked, he likes going out on the lash. Not everything, you mm. know, not not everything else. And I think that was that was the difference. But then, not so long after the move, that would I think become more more no because it, it wasn't long before Robin jumped, was on. Um, Charlie Hurley's doorstep, saying, "Can I come? Can I come back, boss?" It was, you know, mm. and I, and I think for Robin, Robin was a home bird. Yeah, I think the London clubs would have suited him, but then mm. it'd have been with a different crowd. Would that have happened? Probably. Well, I, I think probably, but I think Cardiff was just for for him was just a bit too. So he felt maybe it was it was it was out it was out of the way. How do the, the Cardiff
0: supporters perceive Robin Friday? And what was the highlight yeah. of, of Robin's time at Cardiff?
1: So I they perc- it's a mixed bag. So yeah. those people absolutely love him. Um obviously a lot of those th- there are people that watched him and absolutely loved him that saw the games against Luton, uh, Wolves, um Fulham, um, etc. But then you've got people that are like no he only played that many games for us he let us down and so you know same with all all clubs it's that and so he divides opinion I mean I suppose a lot of his fans wouldn't have even you know seen him seen him play because when he became the was it the BBC cult hero for uh, for Reading and Cardiff that was 2002 I think so a lot of them wouldn't have wouldn't have seen him play so there is there is a mixed bag but his highlights Fulham the debut Bobby Moore he's been out the night before the grabbing yeah, grabbing, um, you know, Bobby, Bobby Moore and his single crown crown jewel and, and running him ragged. Now, obviously, you've got to take, I think, Bobby was probably 33 at the time. Yeah, so Bobby he, was, yeah. You know, so he mm. wasn't at his peak. But and he, also, he Bobby had only played
0: at the top level. And moving down to that second division, yeah. I think even the great Bobby Moore found it difficult at, at yeah. first yeah. to, because um, different dynamics... Even in them days, playing second division football is yep. to playing top level football.
1: Definitely. So so there was that and obviously Robin was Robin and you know, made him made himself known and turns up you know, Nini in part. George Best was meant to play but obviously that he he didn't um but he did watch Robin play. He was in he was he was in the crowd for that game.
0: Um, did he ever go out with George? Um, I mean, that would have been an night out, I, I wouldn't think, it? Yeah, Alan Hudson, I mean, George Best and oh, Robin Friday. You, can
1: you imagine? I, I think that would have been interesting, wouldn't <laughs> it? I, I think, I mean, George did live down in, in Berkshire for a while, didn't he? But, I mean, they'd have certainly seen each other after that Cardiff-Fulham um, game. But, yeah, I, mean, that, I'm, I don't know, they, they might have bumped into each other in pubs in London here and here and there over the years. But... Yeah, so there was the Cardiff. There was there was the Wolves game, which was a big highlight um, for Robin. Mm. Robin was a sub that game, yeah, and uh, he came on and literally Wolves, who were then they were at the top, they were top of the second division then, and and you know that
0: would have been the year that that they won it, seventy seven.
1: Yeah, that was the year the Forest went up. up Yeah, when Kenny
0: Ibit scored the goal at Bolton last game of the season. Yeah, that's it. So.
1: That with 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 that in in mind, he came on and totally changed the game. So, I mm. think came up f- half an hour left, yeah. two at, nil at that point to to Wolves. He comes in, makes himself known as he as he as he did, <laughs> and that's it, bang two all, and that you know a vital point. And they did obviously manage to to stay up that season because it mm. was touch and it was touch and go for uh, for Cardiff that season.
0: So he's left Cardiff what happened
1: next so he left so when he left Cardiff so he um, so he left he left Cardiff in 70 in 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 77 but he did try to come back he did try he he spoke to Jimmy Andrews in the summer of 78 about trying to trying to come back but Jimmy wouldn't take him there was talk of him going to Reading and uh, Morris said no thank you Mm. um and so eventually he he went to Hillingborough, Hilling um, Hillingdon Borough, yeah, and he played a couple of games for them. But again, that was with Alan Batsford, and then he sort of disappeared. He did uh, train a little bit with Brentford a season after, but that that went because obviously his addiction issues started to to.
0: to, you know, to how key. can we buy the book? How can people that so, haven't got the book buy the book? And a shout out for your socials as well. Okay, yeah, because. He, he retired at 25 yeah and sadly he died yeah he at did 38 but all that is in the book Everything. and yeah. um, we kind of want to talk more about the lovely things about robin friday exactly. rather than yeah. you know
1: i mean the, the books are a celebration but an honest look yeah. and you can get them on amazon um so amazon.co.uk you can follow me at Stuart J Kane um on twitter or instagram um and i do i love hearing from from the fans i really do
0: and Instagram as well seems to be very popular yeah, yeah. with the youngsters these days, yeah, and I'm, on, I'm sure some of your um, kids yeah. with them, Instagram. <laughs>
1: I'm on, yeah, I'm on that as well. Yeah, that's at Stuart J Kane and on Facebook as well. So. Yeah, yeah, always happy to get in. And
0: finally, involved. what are you gonna be doing next? Because it's took you five years to do that. Yeah. We've had a pandemic, so we made it slightly easier, I'm guessing, so, but sometimes not yeah, being a teacher. Be, it,
1: it'll be it'll be a tricky one, so obviously I'll carry on with my teaching, but yeah. I'm gonna write a book, um, something a little bit different. Yeah? Football based. Um there'll be a little bit of football in it, but it's a novel. There's it's a bit of everything, it's a bit of a social commentary, I I think. So, yeah, about sort of um you know care and, and and things like that there'll be quite a lot um yeah see it's i won't i won't say too much on it I won't put the pressure on have myself. you already
0: started it
1: uh i started making the notes and yeah. stuff yeah and sort of be, began in, in earnest and then it sort of spreads. how long are you going
0: to give yourself on it i think i'll do it in a couple of years sure. i think yeah
1: because I'll, I'll need less less research for this than i did for obviously robbins yeah
0: Well, can I thank you, sir, so much for your time. And thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. It's been an absolute blast.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And good luck with everything that you do in the future. In two years' time, come back in here and we'll talk about this wonderful novel that you're currently writing. Thank you very much indeed. I'll Appreciate your time. That's great. Thank Thank you. you.